The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Bechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim Le Masechet Yebamot as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Yud Bet today's Daf is being studied Yalim Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanichinu Began Aiden Amen we begin today's Daf on Yud Aleph Amud Sheni and we are starting 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 lines on the bottom Starting from the Tashema, we are involved in a case over here. We're trying to get clarity on a case of a Mahzir Girushato. We all learned yesterday that it is a suit for a person to remarry his wife after he divorced her and she went and got married, Nisuin, to somebody else. That's called Mahzir Girushato. That is an Isur. So the discussion over here was if. We have a Mazir Girushato, and he also has a co-wife with her, Tsara. So we want to know the status of the Tsara of Mazir Girushato, meaning he dies. Now, you have a Yibum situation. The brother now has a chance to do Yibum, the brothers. What's the status of the Tsara? So we have different versions over here. <clears throat> According to the first version, we had an opinion of Rabbi Yoseh ben Kifar, and clearly, according to him, just like the Mazigur Shatos considered an Ayrva, because he learns it from a Pasuk that uses the word Tema'ah, so she's an Ayrva, the Tsara would be an Ayrva, and therefore there's no question, nobody falls to Yibun, there would be no Halitza, it would be a situation of Ayrva and Tsara Ayrva, based on the word Tema'ah. According to Hachamim, <coughs> that was the question. According to Hachamim, how far do we go? On one hand, they don't use the word Utama'ah for <coughs> a case of Mahazir Girushato. They use the word Utama'ah for a case of Sota. Uh, so therefore for them, the Chaurah, there's no uh, Tum'ah. And therefore the Chaurah, uh, the Tzara, at least should be even subject to Yibum. That was one, one side. Another side said, no, according to Hachamim, it's Pashut that the Tzara would be able to fall to Yibum and the Tzafik is in Rabbi Yoseh ben Kifar which means uh, according to Rabbi Yoseh could be, it says the word Hutama'a so therefore it doesn't fall to, not even to Halitza or do I say Tu'iva Tu'iva he and I'm learning over there that uh, she's a Tu'iva uh, and the Tzara also is a Tu'iva and therefore, nobody for honor. Toiva he, and she qualifies. 
Right? But In any way, now we're just trying to answer the question. Baron, what's the deen? What's the deen with Sarat Mahzigirushato? That's basically the uh, situation. What happens? A person's Mahzigirushato after she got married. That's a problem. He with Sarata Holetzit. So then he died. She and the Sarah make Halitza. So the Gemara says, he with Sarata Zagadatah. What do you mean? How can two people make Halitza? In, in, in a relationship, only one of them has to make halitza for anything. So I can say, I can say, I can say the Braita, he even sarata. So the Gemara says, Ela Emma, we did like this, O he, O tsarata. Either her, the Mazigiru Shato, or the tsara will make halitza. And uh, there we already have our uh, answer. Which means, clearly we're saying the tsara uh, is Asura Biyibum. But what? Uh, uh, halitza is in order. So we answer our question seemingly that Sarat Mahazir Girushato needs a Halitza. Okay, now that would be according to the first Girsa. According to the first Girsa, we had a Safik. In the Hakamim, we wanted to know is the uh, Sarat, is it considered Teme'ah, uh, and therefore Teme'ah, she wouldn't even fall to. Boom, which wouldn't need halitza. Or do we say that no, that this is the word Tum'ah was written in that context, so therefore uh, she, she would be uh, Tameh. Or do we say no, since she was a Fasota, she's not Tameh. So the Gemara is concluding over here, according to this Brahmaita, that the Tzara would need halitza. According to the Hakamim in the first version. The Gemara says, hold it. Uh, already answering the Brayta, the Brayta doesn't say that. The Brayta's language is he vit sarata holetzit. So already you're changing the Brayta already. Already you're changing he. Uh, you're, you're explaining it. Oh he or sarata. So the Gemara says vedavta rutsek abetaratzla. Well, aren't you, after, aren't you answering? Aren't you changing the text already of the Brayta? So what's already you're changing? Taritzachi holetzit vit sarata or holetzit obetabemit. Already once you're changing, I can tell you that maybe the tsara even makes yibum. So we have no raya from this Brayta. What's the deen of the Sara? Could even be Yibum. Gemara goes further. Amar Rabbi Chayyabar We have a statement of Rabbi Chayyabar Abbaam. This is actually version number one. Rabbi Yohanan Ba'ev. Rabbi Yohanan has a safek. Same case. After she got married, now he divorced her. She got married. He married her back, which is Isud. What's the deen of the Sara? Good, we're always asking the question. What's the deen of the Sara? So the Rabbi Ami says, What are you asking only on the Sara? <coughs> Why don't you ask on the Mahajigiru herself? What, what about her? What's her status? So think about it. No, no, no. I have no question regarding the Mahajigiru Shatu. Why? Damrina and Kavahomir. So I make a kavahomer, and I'll say like this: Bamutar la asura, baasula lokoshekin, which means this husband that uh, married her at one point was considered mutar, was mutarta, was was was, was allowed to marry her. So bamutar la, somebody that originally was mutar to this lady is asur, baasula lokoshekin, which means the brothers of this lady. It's a case in Eshet Ah. And therefore, if on the guy himself who's married, who is Mutar, this lady now becomes Asud. The brothers that started off the Isud, they're not going to have to make a Yibum. 
So I have no question on the brother. The brother, there's no, uh, there's no deen on, on the brother. He says, for sure, the, the brother, there's no deen. For sure, it's going to be uh, Asura. Uh, so what's his uh, question? His question is, Ligabedi Tzara. My question is about the tzara. Mi alim kavachomer the mitchit tzara olo, which means is the kavachomer strong enough to push off the tzara as well from yibum, which means I'll make the kavachomer that just like I made the kavachomer on the mazik bishato, so I'm extend that kavachomer also to the tzara. Or do we say no? The the tzara she can she can uh, she she qualifies for yibum. So that's the question that they asked according to this verse of the Yohanan. Again, the question is a very basic question. What's the din of mazik bishato? The tzara the yibum. So they told them, how come you don't ask on the the lady herself? Uh, the lady herself, I have no question. The lady herself is kavachomer. It's not going to fall to yibum, <laughs> which means to the one uh, that was uh, permissible to her, the husband. She became Asur. Kotsheken to these people that were Asur tough from the beginning because it's Eshet Ah. So therefore there's no, uh, there's no Sheila. So for the one that was permissible to she's Asur The one that's Asur tough from the beginning, no uh, Kotsheken. So for sure on the brothers, there's no Yibum on the Mahzik Rushato itself. Oh, my question is, the Gabezi Tzara. How would you consider the uh, Tzara? Do we say that the Kavahomer will knock out her as well? He cannot make Yibum? Or do we say no? The Gabezi Tzara... Uh, she's uh, permissible. That is the question according to Rabbi Yohanan. Now again, this is a, a question, obviously according to Shitat Hakamim. According to Rabbi Yosef bin Kefar, at least in the first Girsa, there's no question. It says the word Tema'ah. She's Tema'ah, the Tzara's Tema'ah, there's no, there's, no, there's no question. The question is in the Hakamim. According to Hachamim, it doesn't say the word Teme'ah. But maybe I can still save the wife from a Kavachomer. So I can, I can save the, the Mahzikul Yusuf from a Kavachomer. And even though it doesn't say Tum'ah, I could, by extension, use that same Kavachomer and, and, and save the Tzara. And therefore, to say that what? Uh, Yibum would be uh, Asur. So Tarat Gemara says... Right, the Mephashim we're going to say this is only in the Deen of Yibum we're discussing. But Halitza will be necessary. That should be pointed out. In any way, the Gebrah says, Abnachom Ritzchak, Matniachid. Abnachom Ritzchak had another version of Rabbi Yohanan's question. Amar Rabbi Haya Bar Abba Ba'ir Rabbi Yohanan. Ma'azig Yudushato, same case. Ma'azig Yudushato, from after she got married. Ma'u, what's the Deen? The Gebrah Yibum. Amar Rabbi Ami Vetibailach, Tzarata. That's the other way. He asked on the wife. On the Mazik Yushuta, the, the, the lady herself, and then the Gemara asked back on him, what are you asking on the wife? Why don't you ask also on the Tzara? So the Gemara said, Tzara, look at me, Ba'ali. I have no question on the Tzara. De lo alim kavachomer, the Tzara. The kavachomer that we would think might apply to the wife is not going to apply to the Tzara. And therefore, for sure on the Tzara, you can make you boom. Elaki kame Ba'ali, hi gufa, mai, mi alima kavachomer, mukum bitzva, olo. Which means, for sure, according to this version, the tzara makes. According to this version over here, there's no question. Lo alim kavachomel lemitchay tzara, and therefore she makes yibum. That's no she'ela. Our question is on the mazik rushato herself. 
Do I make the Kaaba Homer and say, well, Asura? If she was Asura to the one that was permissible to us, certainly she should be Asura to the one that uh, is forbidden to us. Ah. Or do I say, no, maybe there's Mekom Mitzvah. You have Yibum over here. So then we'll say, Yibum, maybe Yibum will override the override the Eshet Ah. Therefore you can't make the Kaaba Homer. So therefore this version is going a little further. This version wants to say, Rabbi Hanan had no She'ilah by the Ma'zik Rishato. Ma'zik Rishato can make Yibum. No question, the She'ilah was on the, I'm sorry, the... The tsara can make you boom without a question. That's no she'ela. We're not making any kavachomes on her. She's muteret. I mean, she's muteret to make you boom. The she'ela is on the ma'zir. Grusha, it's herself. Do you make a kavachomes or say no? Do you say no? It's a mitzvah. Could she also be permissible? So let's get the difference between two versions of the Yohanan's question. According to the first version of the Yohanan's question, the girusha itself, it's no she'ela. Asura letyavim yavim kavachomes. The she'ela is on the tzara. According to the second version, it's the opposite. Uh, the tzara vaday is mutar. And our shafik is in the, even in the ma'zir, she could be subject to yibum. That's the uh, two sides of the Hanan's different versions of the way the question was asked. So comes the Gibran says, to answer both versions. So he tells him, it's Mishnah. We learned this Mishnah yesterday. <coughs> Haita achat keshera ve achat pesula. Okay, you have a fellow. Two ladies felt him. One was keshera and one was pesula. Imaya cholets. If the guy is playing, I'm making halitza. Cholets the pesula. Let him make halitza to the pesula lady. The imaya miyabem. If he's playing, I'm making yibum miyabem. The keshera. Let him make yibum to the keshera lady. So the Gemara says, "My keshera or my pesula? What's the case? What do you mean keshera pesula? Either my keshera, keshera lealma, pesula, pesula lealma. If it means keshera pesula, meaning to, to, to the world, meaning to Kohanim, <coughs> meaning two of these ladies, to him they both keshera. It's just that to other people, one of them is keshera to marry, let's say, outside a Kohen, and one of them would be like a halala, which would be asura to marry a Kohen. But to him, both of them are permissible. Which, if you learn keshera pesula, is not to him." Somebody else, go in, but to himself, both of them are good. Since both of them are kishira to him, my nafka le mina. What's nafka mina? Who he makes yibum uh, to? Which is what are you saying to the kishira, to the pesula? Let him make yibum to the kishira. Let him make halitza if he wants to the pesula. Him to both kishira. Let him make yibum to to either one. So give us elalav kishira kishira le. Pesula, pesula le. And it must be when it's a kishra, pesula means to him. And what, give me a case where you have a kishra and a pesula. Umayni, what's the case? Ma'zir girushato. You have a case of ma'zir girushato. And we'll say like this. The ma'zir girushato is pesula to him. Right? Because I'll make the kalvahomer. Uh, and the uh, tzara will be permissible. I'll say the kalvahomer doesn't go to the tzara. And the tzara can make you boom. So then what's the word? We have a clear bright that's giving you that case. A ma'zig rushato and a tsara fell to this guy. To you, for you, boom. You have a kishira and a pesula. Who's the kishira? I thought the tsara is the kishira. The ma'zig rushato is the pesula. And what is it telling me? It's telling me on the tsara make you boom. So therefore, I clearly have an answer to my uh, question that according to the uh, according to the first version, we had a safik the gabe the tsara. It's clearly telling me over here. Do it. Make yibum. And according to the uh, second version, it's coming to tell me that what? That no, the, uh, when it comes to the, uh, uh, the tzara also, there was no question to make, uh, uh, but it's coming on the ma'zik herself. 
the Mahzik was to make Halitza. She's considered Pesula. So we're getting clarity on this answer. What the status of the Mahzik Rushato is, what the status of the Tara is. Veketani. And it says, here's the proof. Im hayamiyabimiyabim the Keshera. So you see what the ibum can be done only to the tsara. So therefore, answer our question. Ma'azid gerushato, the tsara is subject to ibum. Kibar said, no, no, no proof. Keshera le'alma, pesula le'alma. Tell the cases. To him, they both keshera. Two ladies that are keshera. Nothing to do with a ma'azid gerushato case. What's the case? Keshera pesula, tekuanim. Oh, and then with the udekamart. Oh, so yes, a question. He said, what's the nafkamina then? Who he takes the boom to? They both kishirat him. What it says, Mishum de Rav Yosef. Based on Rav Yosef's teaching, which we learned yesterday, Damar Rav Yosef, Kan Shana Rabbi. It was on this case that Rabbi learned his rule. Lo yishpoch adam me boro. A person should not throw away his water. Me boro, the water that he's drinking. Vahirim sirichim lahim. When others need it. Which means like this. To him, both of these ladies are keshira. He can make Yibum technically to whichever one he wants. However, one of these ladies, let's say, for example, is a halala. She's a daughter of a divorcee. She's pisula to keuna. So therefore, since already she's pisula to keuna, the Mishnah is advising, or the Braitha is advising, make halitza to that one. You know why? Because anyway, she's ruined for the keuna. If you're going to make Halitza on the Keshira one, to the Kiuna, so now you will pursue another lady for the Kwanim. So you might as well, again, two ladies fell to the sky. <coughs> if you want to make Yibum, you can make Yibum to anyone. For sure, if you want to make Yibum, you can make Yibum to anyone. We're discussing what's to make Halitza. If you're making a Halitza situation, so therefore make Halitza to run Spitzula anyway. Because if you're going to make Halitza to the Keshira, to the Kiuna, then you pursue it to the Kiuna. So what did you do? You, you, you just damaged somebody. You took good water. And you, you spilled it because you didn't need it. Maybe somebody else can benefit from it. So therefore we have no ra'ayah again to Rabbi Hanan's dilemma. The Gaber, Ba'azik Rushaton, the Tzara, what's the status? The Gaber, Ibu, it sounds like a divorce. Tashema, so the Gaber brings a, not Braita, to try to prove this point. Ma'azik Rushaton, Mishin Nesit, same case. Ma'azik Rushaton, Mishin Nesit, so he made Isur. Right, so this lady is Asur. Because she got married in the interim. He vitsarata chodetzit. Oh, both make halitza. So you mean he vitsarata? Gemara says he vitsarata. So katatach. How can that be? Well, you only have to make halitza to one of them, if anything. What does it mean he vitsarata? Ela ema. Oh, so re learn the bright and say like this. Ohi otsarata. Okay. So therefore, ohi otsarata, which means you have options. But what is it? What are we saying clearly? Only halitza. No, yibum. So the Gemara says, Well, already you're answering it up. Already the Braita needs to be doctored. So once you're doctoring it, Taritza He holds it. Sarata. Oh, let's go with I can tell you the Braita. Change the Braita. Why are you changing the Braita? Tell me maybe he holds it. Meaning the Mahajir goes to itself. And the Tzara, maybe you can even make yibum. So we have no Raya as well. So therefore, really, the Gemara did not answer conclusively. The question, the Gabe Tsarata, we have Tsarata, we have a question. The Gabe, the Mazikul Shato, we're saying Halitza. The Shayla is how far you want to go with the Tsara. Can you go to your boom even? Or just Halitza? Uh, and uh, what's basically the Buhan's uh, dilemma? 
How far do you want to push this Kavahomid? In the first version, you want to push the Kavahomid and say that just like the Kavahomid would osir the first one, we'd extend that to the Tzara, or maybe no, it only applies to the Mazikul uh, Zidobah, uh, not to the Tzara, which you can make, Yiboum. Dilemma left in a, uh, a question. We will wait for the Gemara and the Amud Bet to give us its finality and conclusion on what the Deen is, the Gaber, Mazik, Rushato, and the Tzara. But basically, that was the last Hefa Amud. The whole discussion was really one basic question. Let's just have to just keep, keep that in mind. One basic question. It was a Mazik, Rushato, after she got married. So, according to everybody, this was the Isud, what he did. That lady is really Isud, Isud Lav. Oh, yes, Isud Lav. And then she he has a co-wife. So the Shayla is, what's the deen, if he died, and now these wives fell to the brothers in Yaboom, how far you want to go? Yeah, we had different versions who the question was on. Rabbi Yosef bin Kifar, is it on the banan? Is it the safik? What's the safik? So on and so forth. We have two versions of Rabbi Yohanan. Was he asking on the tzara? Was he asking on the mazir? And therefore the conclusion of the Gemara is no really cut proofs to this case. We will move on to a new case now. Like I said, we'll go back to this to find out what the bottom line ruling is. Amar Rav Lili Bar Mamal. Amar Mur Ukma Amar Shemuel. Sarat Mimainit Asura. Okay, let's remind ourselves of the case of Sarat Mimainit. Let's open up our books. Page 84, the diagram, just to get the case of Sarat Mimainit. Remember the case of what Mi'un is, gentlemen. Basically, Mi'un is a refusal, which means when a girl is a Ketana and she gets married either by her brothers. Or in the case we're going to discuss over here, that Torah gave rights to the father to marry off her daughter when she's a Ketana. When the father marries off the daughter when she's a Ketana, that's a Kedushin Deoraita. If she wants to get out of that marriage, even though she's a Ketana, she needs a Get Deoraita. However, the rule is like this. Once the father marries her off once, that's it. He loses his rights. <laughs> so now let's say the father marries her off once and she gets a Get. She's still a Ketana. Now, even though her father's still alive... If she gets married to somebody else, she's subject to the laws of Mi'un. Because it's like a Ketana getting married. As long as her father marries her off, it's a Deoraita. <clears throat> but if the father lost his rights, for example, married her off already, so now when she marries her off herself, after her own divorce, she's considered a Yetoma Bihaya She's considered, she has the status of a Yetoma when the father's still alive, and therefore she wants to get out of that marriage, it's called a so let's look at the case just to remind us. What's the case of Tsarat Mima'init? So you have a case over here. You have brothers, I guess. Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven has a wife, Penina. And he married Hannah, Zeketana. And she's 11 years old. Okay? What happened? Reuven died. So both Hannah, Zeketana, and Penina fall to Shimon. Now we have a boom situation over here. Well, what happened is, Hana now made me un to Shimon. Now let's discuss what that means, made me un to Shimon. He, he refused, he refused Shimon. Now, according to what we're going to learn over here, this mi'un technically should really uproot her marriage with Uven, Lemafleya, you know he's dead. Technically, once she says, I refuse, she's still Ketanah, to Shimon on the Yibum, 
technically that really should take her out of the status of being married to Reuben from the beginning, retroactively. Technically, therefore, she shouldn't even have fallen to Shimon, to Yibum at all. And therefore, really, Penina should be permissible to, uh, to Shimon. However, she was Mema'enet to uh, Shimon. So the deen is that to Shimon, not only is the Mema'enet Asura, and we'll see why, but also the Sada is also. That's called Sarat Mema'enet. Okay? So you got the case? So we married to Reuven, two wives. He died. They both fought to Yibum. Ketana is one of them. Ketana makes mi'un to Shimon. There's a zikah here, Lechaura. She felt the Yibum. She makes a mi'un over there. She doesn't make a halitza. She doesn't actually consummate it. She did a mi'un. And what happens? The Gemara is saying, she's asura to Shimon, as well as the tzara becomes asura to Shimon. Again, we have to see what the logic is. So comes the Gemara and we read it inside. Amar Shemuel. Look at the second line in Nashi, please. Sarat b'ma'enet. Naflu lefanat bet yibamot. Two ladies fell to him, to Shimon. Me'ah ehad. From Reuven. Gedola uktana. One's a gedola, pirina. One's a ketana, hanna. Umi'ana bo'a ketana. And the ketana made me'un to him. Sarata asura. So the Gemara says like this. Liman. Who is who is the tsara asuratu? Who who we discussing? He says asura asuratu who? Maybe you'll tell me to the brothers. Meaning, let's say there's other brothers. There's Levi, for example. You have Shimon, and you also have Levi Yehuda. So if you're going to tell me that the tsara, meaning penina, is going to be asura also to the brothers. The Mema'enet herself is permissible to the brothers. The Amar Shemuel, Which means Shemuel clearly holds that the, the Mema'enet is a to Shem'on, but shall be permissible to the other brothers. So if the Mema'enet herself will be permissible, Kolcheken, the Sarah is going to be permissible to the other brothers. So there's no She'elah. Like the other brothers, both these ladies are permissible to make yibum. The question is to Shimon himself. What's the status of the tzara? So Gemara says, What's the reason why the mimaenit is permissible to the brothers? Because they didn't do a... Uh, the Lord, she did not do any ma'aseh to them. Which means like this, according to Shemuel, the mi'un that was done to Shem'on only affects Shem'on. And therefore, the Gabesh Shem'on, we look at it as if this lady over here made a mi'un. And therefore, if she made a mi'un, technically she's not married. And therefore, it's considered eshet ach. Which is the mi'un, according to Shemuel, is selective. It will only affect the one that she made the mi'un to. She made a mi'un to Shem'on. And therefore, the Gabish Shem'on, there's no connection anymore. The connection was broken between her and Shem'on. And therefore, she turns to Shem'on, the Gabish what? Eshet 
Ach, and therefore what she's an Ishat Ach is considered an Erva. But to the brothers who she did not make Mi'un to, so therefore the Mi'un is not uh, effective, and therefore there's a regular case of Yibum. So the Gemara is asking a question. Legabe the brothers, what's the logic? Why she's muteret? Because we can, we, they didn't make, she didn't do a ma'aseh on them. So therefore, just like the Sevara will say, the mema'erit was mutar to the brothers, because the ma'aseh was not done, tsara namelo avda be'u ma'aseh. Legabe the tsara, nobody made a ma'aseh to the tsara. So therefore the tsara should be permissible to everybody, even the original brother. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi, please. Leman Asra, third line. If you want to tell me that Sarat of Mima in it, is it be asked to other brothers? She herself was muted to the other brothers. You want to know Asir that Sarat? Ela ledide. And the question is to Shimon himself. Liyavam Shimi Anabo Asura. Why? Dimiun Akarle Lezika. Get the clarity. Dimiun broke the Zika. Which means she fell to Shimon. The mi'un that she makes breaks the connection, and therefore, what does she turn to be? The ka'e ale be'eshet ach. Now you're going to ask a question. Let's get the dynamics here. You're going to ask a question that she asked this question. That she says, if ready, if she's making mi'un, technically the way the mechanics of this mi'un should work, it should uproot the kiddushin that she had with Reuven. And therefore, if it uproots the Kiddushin that she had with Reuben, so there's nothing. She never even fell to Shimon, and therefore, she should not... She should be even permissible to Shimon, which means there's no, there's no problem. But Sarah, not only Sarah, even her should be permissible. Because when you all cared the Kiddushin and Mafles, she was never married to Reuben. Correct, even to marry. Correct, correct. Which means, how are you coming to tell me that the mi'un breaks the zika? If there was a mi'un, there's no zika b'chlal. If there's a mi'un, really, it, it, it breaks it up retroactively. So that she says, V'im tomar, mi'un nisu'in kamay akar. The mi'un over here breaks the original nisu'in, varin nukhrit etzlo. And she's a stranger there, but she should be permissible. Since she didn't make the mi'un when the oven was alive, and what? And bottom line, as a result, when the oven died, she fell to Yibum, which means since bottom line, she looks like Eshetahim, this lady. She's not Eshetahim, technically. Once she makes Mi'un at this point, retroactively, she's not Eshetahim. She's not her She's not Uven's wife. Retroactively, when she makes this Mi'un, it's nothing. But you know what? Since bottom line, she didn't make Mi'un when Uven was alive. So what happened when Uven died? She fell. She fell to Shimon. Once already she fell to Shimon, it looks like the marriage did do something. The marriage did cause her to fall, even though retroactively now she makes me un. But we're going to say, that no, since it's somebody's iron case, it looks like, it looks like Eshet Ach. And therefore now she made a mi'un, so therefore there's no, we're going to break the zika, 
And therefore she turns to become Eshet Ach, but the other brothers, where she did not make a Mi'un, will say that Legabe them, she would be considered Muteret. Now, let's, let's read the rules over here again. Let's read the rules over here again. Shmuel holds like this. I'm giving you Hazara again on these concepts over here. The new concepts, I want to review them slowly. Shmuel holds like this. That was <coughs> made me un. On one of the brothers. It's Asura only to that brother. However, she's mutar to make yibum to the other brothers. In other words, the zika of the yibum is only affecting the one that she made me unto. Once she made me unto Shimon, that zika is broken. Now already she turns into eshet ah. Even though really we saw from Rashi she shouldn't be eshet ah, but it looks like she's eshet ah because bottom line the marriage did do something because. She didn't fall to Shimon to Yibun, and therefore Asura to Shimon. However, like the other brothers, she's considered a Yibamak Gimura Midrabanan, of course, and therefore they can make uh, Yibum or Halitza, either one. That's the opinion of Shemuel. Now, the Gibra's question is what about the Tsara? What about the Tsara? So again, what I want to say that Salah of the Mima'enet, she should be permissible to everybody. Why? Because just like you said, the Mima'enet is permissible to the other brothers because she didn't do anything to them. Well, the Salah didn't do anything to anybody. So therefore she should be permissible not only to the other brothers, she should be permissible even to Shimon. So to that, the Gemara says... You're right. Really, the tzara should be permissible to Shimon. But you know what? We make a gezera out to a case where it be a problem. Tzarat What's that case? Look at that sheet. Mishum tzarat bito mema'enet. mishre tzarat bito ketana. Let's say a guy had a katana. He had a daughter. She's a katana. She ended up marrying his brother. Reuven had a daughter. That's a katana. She ended up marrying, let's say, Shimon. Okay, so Shimon is now married to a katana and Penina, to another uh, another lady. Shinafla Yibum. Now it happened. His daughter. And another lady, Kowai, fell to him for Yibum. Umi ana bo. And what did she do now? She was Mima'in her father. She was Mima'in the father. Which now the Chavra Penina should be able to fall. So it says, Damnina Nisuin Kamai Ka'akra. Ve'enzu Sarat Ayrba. Well, technically, if she makes Mi'un, so what did she do? She now retroactively has. Broken the uh, original marriage, and therefore the other lady is not considered sadat erba because she already made a miun. Let's say, for example, let's go, let's go slow. Let's say she made a 
She's going to say, "Vehechidame." What's the case? Miun bebito. Give me a case where you could make miun with bito, because she's bothered with. How do you have a case of miun if the father's still alive? Normally, if the father's still alive, the kiddushin that he makes is always deoraita. So that she says, "Hu'il vehu kayam de'en miun ela biyetoma." Like we learned that case. She got married once. Once she got married, once she got divorced, the father loses rights. Okay, so now already when she married the brother, the brother's condition was only a, then a banan marriage, which is subject to miun. She married the father's brother. Which means now, when she fell to Yibun, she's able to make a miun. You want to see that case inside? Look at the case. Oh, actually, no, that, that, that's the case. Now we'll read it inside. So the Gemara says... Let's read inside. The Gemara says, we're going to make a gezerah atut sarat... Bito mema'enet. What's the case of Sarat Bito mema'enet? Like I just told you. So therefore, a regular case of Sarat mema'enet is going to be Asurat Shimon out to a case where the Sarat mema'enet of Bito. In that case, the Gemara wants it's going to be Asur. So regular Gizan, a regular case out to the Bito case. So the Gemara says, hold it. Who told you that case is Asura? Why? What do we learn in our Mishnah? All the cases of the Arvot in our Mishnah. Take all the cases, right? Take the case of Bito, for example. If she was Mima'enet, which means the way we understood the Mishnah, we understood the Mishnah simply. Uh, Bito was married to his brother. Okay? And she had another co-wife. Before Yibum took place, everybody's still alive here. She was Mima'in, the brother. So now technically the brother's only married to Penina. Now the brother died. Penina can make Yibum to Yibum. Because the daughter's out of the way. Correct? So what do you see over here? That at Sarah of Bito, Tzarat Mema'enet of Bito is Muteret. The Mishnah clearly said, V'cholam imi anu, if they made me un, there's no problem. So the Gemara says, V'cholam imet umi anu Tzarat Mutarot, demi'ana beman. Who did she make me un to? Ilima demi'ana beba'al. Now watch this. If you want to tell me, like the case I just told you, that she made me un to the Baal, meaning to the husband, and then, right, when she, he was alive, and then he died, that's Pashut. Why? Hainu Girusha. That's the case of Girusha. Which means, didn't the Mishnah give us case, Kulam Immi Anu Onit Garshu? That's the same case of Garshu. Bottom line, if the Erva got divorced to the first husband, for sure there's a case of Yibum. I don't need you to tell me the case is Mi Anabe Baal. Mi Anabe Baal is like Nit Garsha Le Baal. Eh, la, la, diyavam. Oh, you know what the case is? It's talking about where she didn't make me un to the original husband. And the original husband died. Who did she make me un to? She made me un to her father. Which means when she fell to the Uven, 
her father, she made me, and what are we saying? That the mi'un is good, the gabed, that sarotin is mutar. So you see, sarat, mema'enet, by bito, is permissible. So Gemara says, no, no, le'olam be'ba'al. I'll tell you the cases where she made the uh, mi'un, the original husband. The trek of the girushin. There's two, there's two ways of girushin. There's girushin, there's mi'un. The Mishnah gives you both cases. Which means it's not redundant. All the Mishnah is telling you, if she was mitkareshit from the original husband, or mima'enit, which is a form of divorce to a kitana, bottom line, when the guy dies, the other tzara will fall to Shemot. So you have no revenge, so you have no proof. So the Yabarah says, oh, so now we're back. Therefore she's asura. Meaning we want to say that the reason why tzarat mima'enit is asura, to Shimon, atut sarat bitomima in it. So the Gemara wants to know. Umay shina kimi ana bebaal. Now we discuss dynamics. What's the reason when she's mima'in to the baal? That's the original husband. Da'akrinu lenisuin. So what does she do? She uproots the nisuin by making mi'un. So therefore, when he dies, that Sarah can fall to the Ubay without a problem. Because the Ilva is not in the way. What does Mi'un do? Mi'un is okay the Kiddushin. It's a divorce. But it's even better than a divorce. It's like we were never married from the beginning. That's what Mi'un does. So therefore, I understand when it works by Nisu'in, that it's going to okay it. Lemafraya, or just okay it, uproot it. Therefore, when Shimon dies, that Sarah can fall to the Ubay. Even in a case where she made the mi'un after Shimon died, still it should be mutar. Because bottom line, even if she makes mi'un after mitah, after she makes mi'un after mitah, it's still okay the original. So if it's okay the original, who's falling to the uven now? Only the tzara. So therefore the Gemara doesn't, doesn't know the difference. Even in case of Tzarat Bito Lecha'ora, that the Mi'un was done to the Yavam, it should still be permissible. Why? Because bottom line, the Mi'un after Mitaz or can the original uh, Kedushin. So it's an annulment. Yeah, for sure. So therefore even by Bito. But bottom line now, considering Bito was never married to Shimon, therefore this is not considered Irvan, not Tzarat Irvan, therefore oh, what's the problem? You're telling me if she did it when he was still alive, everything's okay. And what's the logic? She's out of the picture. Hello, she's out of the picture also when she does it later. So the Gemara says, Mishum Detani Rami Bari Haskel. Because it's based on what Rami Bari Haskel said. Detani Rami Bari Haskel. Mi'ana Beba'al Muteret Le'aviv. Biyavam Asura Le'aviv. What's the case over here? Look at page 85. You'll see the case of uh, Rami Bari Haskel. In any case, it's uh, 75 and 76. On page 85. Okay, you have a... Uh, a Ketana. Ketana got married. Who'd she marry? Mr. X. She made me un. Okay, she's allowed to make me un. Nothing, no... Uh, now... Now the question is, her father, the father, or actually the father-in-law, correct, 
Ketana got married to so and so. Okay? He died. Actually, he didn't die. Made me un. I repeat. Take two. Ketana was married to a Baal. A Mi'un took place. She's Ketana, no problem. Now, once Mi'un took place, so as if they were never married. So therefore, it was never his daughter-in-law. It was never his daughter-in-law. Normally, a person can marry his daughter-in-law. This was never his daughter-in-law. And therefore, what? If the uh, father wants to marry, Muteret Abib. Muteret to his father. She's allowed to technically marry her former father-in-law. However, Look at the next case on the side of it. Case over here was that Uven married a Ketana. And Uven Shimon brothers. Uven married a Ketana. Uven died. So the Ketana now falls to Shimon. She was, she made me unto Shimon. Okay? Asura to the father. Why? So I'm going to give you the logic over here. Because bottom line, it's a Maritayan case. Because bottom line, since the Mi'un wasn't made, she fell to the brother. She fell to Shimon. So that means the marriage did something. The marriage that she had to the Uven did something that made her fall to Shimon. Although she then retroactively got out of it, it's too late. And therefore, Rami Bani'a's rule is, once the Mi'un is made to the Avam, already it's Asur. To be a suit to the father in that case. Similarly, similarly, in our case where we're talking about Sarat Mima'init. In the case of Sarat Mima'init, Babito, Reuven uh, was married, uh, Shimon was married to Bitosha Reuven, she was a Ketana and Penina, Hanad Penina. Reuven, Reuven died. So Shimon, Shimon was married to Bitosha de Uven and uh, Hanan Penina. Shimon died. So now Bitosha de Uven falls to the Uven with the Tzara. Bitosha de Uven makes Mi'un. Too late. Even though halakhically that Mi'un should matir everything up. But it's a Mahitayin over here. Because since she fell as a result of the original marriage, so therefore she's considered now an Irva. That's going to break not only her, but also break the Tzara. Based on everybody else's case. If she would have made Mi'un to Shimon when Shimon was alive, no problem. There's nobody dying here. Because by the way, she was out of the picture. She, no one fell. She was gone before the fall. Again, even though when she falls, she's also out of the picture technically. Because the Mi'un takes her out retroactively. It doesn't matter. Since by the way, it looks like her... The daughter fell to the father. Once it looks like the daughter fell to the father, she's Irvah, she's going to say the Salah. So that's what Gemara says. Gemara says, The Tarim Nabi Bari Haskir, the Tarim Nabi Haskir, Mi Anabi Baal. Right? If the Ketana was Mima into the husband, Muteret the Aviv. So she's permissible to her father in law. Be Yavam, but if she's Mi Yavim, if she made. Mi'un to the Yavam, Asural Abib, she's Asuta father-in-law. Even though she was okay in the Mafreya, but it's a minute ayin. Alma, what do you see here? Mish'at nefila nir'id kekalato. The bottom line, once she made the Mi'un at the time that she fell to the brother, it looks like a daughter. Now it looks like she's the daughter-in-law. Correct? Because once she falls, that means she's falling to her brother-in-law. So it looks like there was a full marriage here. 
Even though she made Ni'un Lemafleh, it doesn't matter. It looks like Kalato, and therefore the father will not be allowed to marry his daughter-in-law. So therefore, that, that, that's the conclusion of this given up to this point. Tsarat Mima'enet is Asura Atu Tsarat Bito Mima'enet. Gezerah. The truth of the matter is, it's a Gezerah the Gezerah. But it's all considered one Gezerah, I have to say, according to this rabbi, because really, really both cases are permissible. But the issue is really, the reason why I'm sitting a regular Tsarat Mima'enet, Tishimon, why? Because there might be a case of Salam with the Bito factors in there. Yeah. The Bito factors in there, now already she's considered an Irva. Yeah. And now the Salah's a Salah because of Salat Irva. Yeah. In the case of a regular Salat Mimah in it, the Salah's really not a Salat Irva. No. Technically, the Salah should be 100% Mutar. You want to say that the Mi'un affects uh, Shimon to the, to the lady herself, to the Mimah in it herself. Okay, there's no Zikash, there's Shitah. But that really shouldn't affect the Salah. Nothing was done between him and the Salah. Doesn't matter. Atu in the case where it's sarat bitomima in it, we're going to say in that case it's considered an erva. Why is it an erva? Marita ayin. Why is it marita ayin? Because since the miun was done to the yavam, so therefore, bottom line, the original marriage did something. It caused that to fall to her brother. So therefore, it looks like a case of. Uh, and since she's Bito, in the case of let's say it was Bito, Bito is Erva, and therefore it's not going to work. So that's the Deen. Sarat Mema'enet Asura Atut Sarat Bito Mema'enet. Amar of Aseb. Sarat Ailonit Asura. Okay, what's the case of a Sarat Ailonit? Ailonit is a lady that cannot have children. Okay? So now let's say a guy's married to an Ailonit, to one of these type of ladies, and also another lady. Say Hana is the Ailonit, Pirina is the uh, Tzara. So what I want to say that Sarat Ailonit is also considered Asura. Which means if uh, Uven dies, both wives are forbidden to fall to his brother Shimon. Not the Ailonit and not the Tzara of the Ailonit. It's talking about if let's say somebody made Yibum. What's the purpose of the Yibum? Asher Teled. The purpose of the boom is the, that she should give, she, the, 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 the brother should marry the sister-in-law, that she should have children. Prat ailunit. Excluding an ailunit from the Mizrah of Yibum. Why? Shina yoledet. So therefore, once already the ailunit cannot bear children, she does not fall to Yibum. What is she considered now? Eshet Ah. And therefore, just like the Eshet Ah cannot fall, she's also said also the Tzara. But it doesn't matter. What's the deal of a Tzarat Erva? Once already one of the ladies is Asura. So, so I'm telling you, if once already Ailunit does not fall to Yibum, so then what, what does she have a status of? Eshet Ah. You're not to marry your brother's uh, wife. And therefore Eshet Ah, and therefore the Tzarat also going to become Asura. Matif Rav So Rav Sheshah has a question. Shelosha Achim Nisuim Shalosh Nashim Nukhriyot. You have three brothers. They married three ladies. Three brothers to three ladies. Umet echad mehem. Okay, now watch what happened there. One of the brothers died. ma'amar. The other brother took this lady, started the process of yibum, which means he gave her money, which is called ma'amar. Meaning he designated her that he's going to make the yibum with her, but he didn't actually make these and he died 
these two ladies are only subject to Halitza and not Yibum. Open your books, look at page number 86, look at the case here. You have three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, they all have wives. No sisters over here. Okay, Hannah, Perina, Ruth. What happened? Reuben died. Beautiful, so Hannah now falls to Yibum. What did Shimon do? Shimon already has Perina. He made Ma'amar to Hannah, which means he locked her up. He gave her the money, meaning already he's starting the, the situation of Yibum. What happened? Shimon died. So now you have both Hanna and Penina are falling to Levi. However, we have a situation over here. Hanna is Asurat to Levi. Why? Hanna is considered the Yivama of two people. She's the Uvens. She's falling to Levi from two people. She's falling from the Uven, because really she was married to the Uven. And Shimon, that Mamar, didn't lock it up yet, so she's really falling from Reuven. But, since he did make Mamar, she's partially Shimon's. So we have a rule. A Yivama that falls from two husbands, holds it. There's no Yibum on such a, uh, a, a lady. You understand? She's falling to the Mikawah, the death of Reuven, and the death of Shimon. She's connected to the Uven because bottom line they were fully married. When he dies, it's Yibum. She's connected to Shimon because already he made Ma'amah, which is partial. Which means, if, she, if Shimon would have locked it up and made it fully Yibum, there's no question. That's uh, it's cause she's coming from Shimon, she's coming just from one. Yeah. But from the fact that he just made Ma'amah, which she's in limbo, yeah, so she's still part of Reuven, and she's still from Shimon, so she's falling to Levi from the death of both of them. Oh, once she's Asura, the Tzara's Asura as well. So let's read that inside. But it says... Shimon <laughs> Yeah. But does not fall from two connections. In this case, over here, she's falling from two connections. From her Reuven, that he died, and from Shimon, because now he made Ma'amar. Yeah. So that was considered two connections. No good. If there's a full Yibum with one connection, I mean, would she... Would For sure. If, let's say, Shimon would have consummated the Yibum, and that's Shimon, of course she falls to uh, Levi. The problem is over because she's quasi. She didn't, she, she, she didn't get reaction. She's not out of Reuven yet. And she's partially into Shimon, so therefore she's, uh, both deaths are causing the Yibum to, to go to a living. Now, the Katari Allah is the key. We have a statement on this. Amar of Yosef. Zui Sarat Eshet Ah Me'av. This is a classic case. Of Yavet Sarah. Of Eshet Ah Me'av from the father's brother. She Isur Nefila Garamla. Which is the fact that she fell caused her to be Asura. Which means, in this case over here, that we just read with the three brothers, right? The fact that she fell to Yibum, that's the reason why she became Asura. Because normally we say when somebody falls to Yibum, what happens? But the Yibum kicks in. Here, because she fell to Yibum, 
which is the first Yibum, was not a problem. The Gaber Uven was good. But the second Yibum, meaning the Gaber when Shimon died, that second Yibum now caused the lady to become Asura, because of now it's two, she's falling from two uh, husbands. Shalom Matsinu Bechola Torah Kula Kegonzot. We haven't found a case in the Torah, a similar case like this, that when she falls to uh, Yibum, which is before she was really technically uh, okay, but as a result of falling to the uh, to the uh, Yavam, to Levi, she becomes Asura, and the Tzara also becomes Asura. So this is the only case we find. So the Gebra says, Zuhi lemi'utemai. Says this is the case. It's an exclusion of what? Lav lemi'utet sarat ailonit desharia. Must be coming to exclude the case of sarat ailonit. What sarat ailonit? Our case. You have a case where they have the ailonit that she has a tzara, and uh, now the guy died. So we're saying in this case over this is the only case where the tzara becomes asura as a result of the yibum. But when the Ailonit falls to the brother, we're going to say what? It's not going to say the Sarah, which is what you, you were coming to limit. Only this case, as opposed to another case. What's the other case? This Ailonit now fell to Yibum. I'm going to say that the Ailonit will be Asura, but it's not going to say the Sarah. The Kabbalah says, No, 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 he, so what was the case of the three brothers coming to exclude? Zui di isu nefila garam la tsarata ba'ya halitza. Ailonit afidu halitza lo ba'ya. Which is all the Gemara was saying like this. This is a case that when the three brothers, right, the two fell to one, right, for she fell from two houses, right? The Hidush, this is a case where. She's Asura, but she needs Halitza. To the exclusion of the case of the Ailonit, when she falls, the Tzarat doesn't need anything. So there's a difference between the case of the three brothers and the case of Tzarat Ailonit. Tzarat Ailonit falls, the Ailonit doesn't need anything, obviously. She's Asura. And the Tzarat also, nothing. Mashiach in the case of the three brothers, even though we're saying, what well, she fell from two houses. So she fell from two houses, what's the deen? No yibum, but she needs a halitza. So we're just saying, this is a, this is a this is an exceptional case. Where she falls and she's asura, but she needs a halitza. Mashiach, in the case of Tzalat Ailonit, she falls and you need nothing. Not Ailonit and not on the Tzalat. So the Gemara, what's the difference in the cases? So the Gemara asks, My Tama, what's the difference in the cases? Had the Oraita, Had Rabbanan. Oh, what's the difference over here? What's the patur of Ailonit? Ailonit is patur from Yibum in the Torah. We call it Pasuk. So there's no Yibum over here. She can have children. Once when she cannot have children, she's off talk, there's no Yibums, no nothing. And therefore the Tzara also, Tzara Irva, no problem, no children on the Ailonit, the Tzara is peturah even from Halitah. In the Torah, nothing... There's no connection. Mashiach, uh, in this case over here, of when the two brothers, or when the lady fell from two houses, Menat Torah really, Menat Torah, there's Yibum over here. It's just Midrabbanan, it's a, it's a that Adirashah. And therefore Midrabbanan, 
really there's no yibum. But midoraita there is. So since midoraita there's a connection there, you have to you have to break it. You got to do something, and therefore at least you have to make a halitza. So let's review what happened there. Sarat Ailunit was going to be the deen bottom line? Nothing. Nothing. Ailunit falls to the brother. She does nothing. Sarat does nothing. There was no connection with the Torah. There's no Yibum. There's no Zika. Off the hook. Totally. But she ain't came over here where this lady fell from two houses. Mina Torah, there's something there. The rabbis came along and said, no. So since already Mina Torah, there's something there, you got to break it. You got to break it, which means that's why you're going to need to make uh, halitza in such a case. So therefore, the tsara of this case over here is going to need a uh, halitza. Correct. If, if they would do it on this, correct. No other tsara, you make halitza on that lady as well, because by minat Torah, really, there's uh, something. But the rabbis came along and said, if she falls from two houses, no. So one is with and one is the ulaita. That's the uh, that's the bottom line on that scenario. Now we go a little further. Go a little further. Correct. Beautiful. Comes again and continues. Tenan. Oh, so the Gemara has a question. Gemara says, we learned in our Mishnah. All the cases of our Mishnah, all the Ervaz, like the case of Bito. Shimon was married to Bito Shere Uven. If uh, the Ervaz died, Oh, mi'anu. Oh, they made mi'un. Oh, nitgarshu. Oh, shinimsu aylonit. Or let's say they found out that Shimon was really married to an aylonit. This, this bat was really an aylonit. Sarotehen mutarot. So now that Sarah is permissible. So what do you say over here? That Sarat aylonit is mutar. We just said of it, Sarat aylonit is nothing. Right? Or actually, we said say, Sarat aylonit. What does it say? Sarotehen. Mutarot. Till now we're telling me that Sarat Ailonit is Asura. permissible. Just like the Ailonit is Asura, so the the Sarat Ailonit is also Asura. Right, yeah. But the Mishnah says that if they found out that one of the Ailvaz was an Ailonit, Sarata Muteret. So you see, Sarat Ailonit is Muteret to make you boom. So comes the Gemara says, Lakasha. No question. Kanche Kirba, Kanche Loi Kirba. Oh, big, big difference. Correct. Look at that sheet three lines on the bottom. Kach Kirba. Terav Aseh Kirba Shi Ailonit. Which means, there's a case where he knew he was marrying an Ailonit. He knew he wasn't under uh, uh, false uh, pretense. Ve'en kamekahta'ut. It's not considered retroactively a bad marriage. Vare'i ishto. It's considered his wife, Negamre. Vetsaratav yet sarat ailonit, and therefore the tsarat is going to be considered sarat ailonit, and therefore just like the ailonit is going to be excluded, so therefore the tsarat also is excluded. However, umatnitin bishiloi kirba, 
He married this lady, he didn't know she was Ailunit. And therefore, what's going to end up happening? He finds out all of a sudden, after he got married, that she's Ailunit. So therefore, he was considered never married. And therefore, the Erva will be... Therefore, that gets rid of the Erva, because it was, it was, she was Erva. She's out of the picture retroactively. Therefore, Sarah Of course. Beloy Kirba. So therefore, it's a Mekataut, which means he got married to this lady, let's say, right? He didn't know, uh, he didn't know she was Ailunit. If he gets married, all of a sudden he finds that she's Ailunit. So what's the deen? It's like he was never married. It's a mistake. So therefore, he's only married to, to one of the ladies. So when he dies, Muteret, Saratot, Saratam Muteret. Masha'en Ken Behikirba. That's a case where he married her and he knew she was Ailunit. So then he said, oh, no, he found it. No, he found it. He knew. And therefore, you're never being okay this. The Mafraya. She was married. She's married. And therefore, what's going to happen when he dies? The Ailunit falls to Yibum. Ailunit cannot make Yibum. Ailunit cannot make Yibum. It's just out. It's out. becomes a surah. So there's a difference between Hekirba and Arkiba. So Amishtan, it's a Saraton, Saraton Muteret. It's to Aloha Kirba. So you get the Ailunit out of the picture. She never falls. So Gemara says, Daika Rabbeinu. Diktani shenimseu. It says she, he found out later on. Nimseu velo ketani shehayu. Shehayu was master when he got married. He knew shenimseu when he got married that he found out. Shmamina. So you're about to make a difference between what knowing and not knowing. Amarava. Now we get to the bottom lines of all these cases. Hilcheta. Sarat Ailonit Muteret. Look how far he's going to go. Vaafilu Ekirba. Sarat Ailonit is Muteret, even if he knew. Which means he's being very, very Mekel now over here. Which means he knew, and therefore the marriage is a uh, marriage. Right? And therefore when he dies, technically the Ailonit, seemingly we wish to say, falls. Doesn't matter. That Sarat is still going to be permissible. And look how far he goes. Wow. Even in the case of Sarat Bito. Well, let's say his daughter was the Ailonit. And therefore she's Irva now. Doesn't matter. Even though he knew. But Shimon married her, knew that she was Ailonit. Doesn't matter. When he dies, they fall. What's the uh, problem? Hamishnah. Yeah, but the Mishnah says, Which is Mashma Davka. So you're right. Say Shayu. Well he knew. Now what's the logic of this uh, this opinion? So he says like this. Listen to that she says an unbelievable sevaraya. Look at the top of that she. Even though the brother knew when he got married who she was, when is Sarat Irva Asura? Sarat Irva we always learned is Asur in a Yibum case. In this case, it's not a Yibum case. The Ailonit never falls to Yibum. It's not the Pshat that she falls to Yibum but she's just in Irva. So it's a technical. No. When a lady's in Ailonit, it doesn't fall to Yibum. There's no zikah, there's nothing. So therefore, if there's nothing, who just falls to your boom? The Sarah. So Sarah is permissible. Which in a regular case of Irva, let's say she was an island, a bat. A bat falls to your boom, no problem of falling to your boom. He's have a technical problem of what? Irva. That doesn't work. Here the Ailonit, 
she doesn't fall. There's no mitzvah of yibum be'ailonit. And therefore, this is considered over here, this, 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 under the shilom and mitzvah. And then the tzarah has no problem. It's not considered a isur to oser the tzarah. She's out. In a regular case, if she was a regular bat, let's say, not ailonit, a regular daughter. Why is the daughter oser the tzarah? Because she falls to yibum. Once the irva falls to yibum, irva's asura, tzarat irva's asura. She's oser both. This case over here, the Ailunit doesn't fall. She doesn't qualify. It's not that she failed, but she's all for a technical. The, the whole purpose of you is to have children. She, she's Ailunit. She's not part of the subject. So if, I don't care if the Ailunit was also in the Arva. Bottom line, from the Ailunit standpoint, she doesn't fall. And therefore, even though the guy married her, he knew she was Ailunit, Shimon married her, knew she, everything, it's good Kedushin. Doesn't matter. Once he dies, that Ailunit bitor does not fall to the Uven. And therefore, the tzara is going to be permissible. And that's what the pasuk teaches us. And therefore, she's out. Exactly, she's out. Right, she's out. She doesn't fall. Look at Ashi's language over here. The which means that Sarah is considered a Sarah Shalom Mkom Mitzvah. Because the first one, the Ailun cannot be fulfilled in Mitzvah Yibum. What's the deal of a Sarah Shalom Mkom Mitzvah? Sarah Shalom Mkom Mitzvah is muteret. The only time Eshet Ach is Asur is when the Erva. But here there's no Erva on the first one. So she doesn't start. She didn't fall. So therefore she didn't fall, so the Sarah falls into a regular case of Yibum. And she has to make Yibum to the brother. Says, next case, fourth line. Salat mema'inet. I'm sorry. Kiyatad Avin Amar Yochanan. Achat salat mema'inet. Okay, that's salat mema'inet. Now, remember that case over there. That's the sada of the mema'inet, where we said originally we thought to say it's asut to Shimon to that to that brother, right? That she makes me untu. Right, we were osir on Shimon, but the other brother wanted to say mutar. Vachatzat aydonit, vachatzat marzig rushato, kulan mutarot. It's material all of them. To all the brothers, everybody's mutar, even to the first brother. Let's go one case at a time. Sarat bima inet. We learned the court to Shimuel on the Hamud Rishon. So that means a problem to the one that the miun was was made, right? And what was the uh, uh, the issue over there? We said, um, and the tzara also was asura, gizra atut tzarat, bitom According to this opinion over here, he's saying over here, we're not going to say tzarat mema'enet, because you want to make a gizra, tzarat mema'enet, atut tzarat bitom. That itself is a gizra, tzarat bitom. So this would be a gizra, the gizra. So therefore, tzarat mema'enet, is permissible. Again, why we will say the tzarat the mima in it? Add to a case, if the tzarat is tzarat bitom mima in it. That case itself is banan. So therefore, we're not going to go say gizal gizalah. Tzarat ailunit also he wants to say is permissible like we just said. And tzarat mahzik nushato, if you remember we had a whole discussion, what's the deed of mahzik nushato? Two, two verses of Rabbi Yohanan. He wants to come along and say, push it, we're lenient. Tzarat mahzik is also permissible if you can make yibum. I'm sorry, tzarat mahzik nushato, you can make yibum on the tzarat. So it comes out again. 
סלט ממאנת, סלט מחזיק גירושתו, סלט אילונית, all cases יבום can be done. Let's just go quickly, next gemara moves uh, quickly, we just need a few minutes. תני רבי בי כמד רב נחמן, שלוש נשים משמשות במוח. There are three ladies that when they have תשמיש, they can use a מוח. מוח is they put a sponge in that place over there in order to catch the zera. Normally speaking, one is not allowed to waste the zera. Even to put a mok into a lady, it's a form of wasting the zera. Because bottom line, the zera can never, never penetrate, can never fertilize. However, in these cases over here, we're going to see that if the lady gets pregnant, it can lead to sakana. So therefore, the hachamim were lenient over here to put a mok into the area over there to absorb the uh, zera in order it does not lead to a problem. According to the Ben Utam, he learns different. He learns now, hafa shalom. The bi'ah has to be made regular. You cannot put a mok in the time of the bi'ah. It just means after the bi'ah is over, she can put a moch in to sponge out the zera, so she should not get pregnant. So it's a ma'luk, if you put the moch in, that's called the rashi, even during the bi'ah. According to Tosafot, meaning after, she takes the moch and just to take the zera out. Ketana, a minor, that's a girl that's 11 years old, a lady that's pregnant, umenika. Or a lady that's nursing. Now the Gibraltar is going to explain each one. Kitana, which is the reason why Kitana is permissible to use a moch, she's 11 years old. Shemet titaber, veshemet tamut. We're worried she might get pregnant, and she might die. Sakana for a Kitana to get uh, pregnant. So therefore, meshamesheb moch. Meoberet, shemet taase ubra sandal. We're worried that she might get, she, she can get pregnant while she's pregnant. You can fertilize another uh, fetus. And what's, what's the concern? That that fetus that's going to be, that she's going to get pregnant when she's pregnant, is going to push the other fetus, and it's going to cause it to come out deformed, like a sandal. It's like it's going to push its face back, so it's going to look, uh, have a deformity like a shoe. So therefore, we don't want the pregnant lady to have, to, to have another uh, uh, fertilization in there, because one baby is going to push the other. And it's going to cause the first baby to become uh, sandal. So therefore... Minika, the lady that's nursing. What's going to happen if she gets pregnant? The lady's nursing. She wants out of milk. Maybe her child now uh, is going to become weaned. Because not going to have milk. So we don't want the nursing lady to get uh, pregnant. So therefore, these three ladies, Ketana, because of Sakana, the case of the Meobed, uh, because of again, Sakana to the Valad. And according to the case of Mineket, it's because of the milk. Be'ezui ketana, what's considered ketana? Be'bat yud alif shana v'yom echad. Ad yud bet shana v'yom echad. Which means from 11 to 12. Pachot mikan v'yetan alkan m'shameshet kedarka v'olechet. Less than 11, no problem. More than uh, 12, no problem. Which means the only problem we're concerned is less than 11, she's not going to get pregnant. Past 12, she gets pregnant, she'll give birth. So the only issue we worry about is 11 to 12. The only issue we worry about is 11 to 12. All these cases. The Meoveret, the Ketana, the Mineket, the Kota Hakamim, no Moch. They have to be Meshamesh the regular way. And Boreon had mercy on them. It's not so common that there's going to be a Sakana in these cases. Therefore, you can rely on Hashem. Boreon will protect. Hashem protects. And therefore, you just do what you have to do. And therefore, no Moch, not in any of these cases. Now, Kazi Gibran says, The fact that it says that what? The Ketana might get pregnant and she might. She might die. Michlal diika ketana de me'abra velometa. That means it's possible for ketana to have a child. 
I'm just a safek, right? Maybe she's going to get pregnant. Maybe she's going to d- d- die. Implying what? That a lady can have, a kid not going to have a baby. Yeah. Uh, if you remember one of the cases in the Mishnah, what do we say in the Mishnah? All the cases in the Mishnah, if they were mima'in, if the lady was mima'in before, so the arba is out of the way. The arba was the made the mi'un, right? The arba get out of the way, so the other tzara will fall to the yibum. So we said mi'un. So the Mishnah says the case of mi'un can apply to all the cases, but not to the mother-in-law, because the mother-in-law is talking about over here a case where she had a child. She's talking about a case where the mother-in-law fell to her to to to, to, yabam, to, to, to her son-in-law. I mean, the son-in-law fell to the mother. The mother was married to one of the brothers, right? The brother died. Okay, so we said in that case over there, cannot be talking about a kitana. Why? Because she had a child. What are you talking about? Now you tell me that a kitana can have a child. I can give you the case of mi'un, even by hamoto. Yeah, wh- wh- why did the Mishnah say you cannot say the case of mi'un by hamoto? Because she had a baby. She had a daughter. Wait, she had a daughter. And the assumption is once she ready, she has a daughter, she had to be a gedola. Once she's a gedola, it's not subject to the case of mi'un. But once I'm telling you that a kitana can have a baby, so if I give you the case of mi'un by the mother-in-law, which was a kitana, which means, what's the case? What's the case? The mother-in-law was married to the brother. Okay? The mother-in-law of this guy was married to one of the... And it was a tzara. She was a kitana still. What do you mean? She had a baby. She had a baby. She's kitana. She made mi'un to the brother. The brother died. The tzara will fall to Reuven. But the point is, you can have a case of mi'un with a lady that gave birth, even though she's a kitana. Because we're saying, over it's just a... It's possible that a lady can have a baby when she's kitana. So you have a case of hamia. That's mima in it. So the Gemara says, Vitnan, but the Amishnah said, Iyata yachol amad b'chamoto, ve'em chamoto, ve'em chamiv, shil misu'ay lunit roshi mi'anu. Why? Because she had a baby, and we're assuming if she had a baby, she can't be a kitana. But now we're saying, no, that even a kitana can have a baby. Ema, the Gemara says, Shemet t'aber v'tamut. No, say it like this. Not that she might die. If she gets pregnant, for sure she's going to die. And really, we go back to our premise. Al Kitana cannot have a baby. And live. And therefore, go back. If a lady's already a mother in law, she cannot have had a baby when she was a Kitana. Which good, she lived. And therefore, you don't have a case of Mi'un by Hamoto, by a mother in law. Because what? A Kitana is going to die if she has a baby. And therefore, must be she was a Gedola. The lady has a boundary. Before she's 11 years old, she won't even get pregnant. Within the 11 to 12, she'll die and the penis will die, the baby will die. After 12, very good. That's the, that's the rules. Before 11, Nothing, doesn't even get pregnant. 11 to 12, death. If she gets pregnant, 12 and on, everybody lives. Comes the and says, Ini, we have a contradiction to what you're saying. What's the reason why you cannot say Bahamoto in the Mishnah of Bi'un? The way he said it is the reason why you can't say it is because they had children already. Right, that's what you should have said. 
You should have said, yeah. the reason why is because they're older. Yeah. It's much of the way since they have children already, it's much he's giving a different reason. That once you have a child, you can't make mi'un. That's not the reason. The reason why they can't make mi'un is because they get olim. Not because they had children. Because they had children is much, but they're still ketanim. But since they had children, that's the reason why they cannot make mi'un. Because mi'un does not work after a lady has children. That's not the reason the Quran was saying. It should say, the reason why they can't make mi'un is because they are Gedolim. So Gemara says, Ela le'olam shemetetaber veshemetamut. You know what? I'm going to go back to my original premise. A lady can get pregnant when she's at 11, and she can give birth. And it's possible the baby will come out alive. I have a question from our Mishnah, ve'ela kashach. You have a question from our Mishnah that said, that she, you don't have a case of Hamoto with Mi'un? Why not? Because she can give birth. Amar of Safra, Banim Arem Kisimanim. Here's the rule. We have a case of a lady, when she's 11 years old, let's say, she's a Ketana. But let's say she brings signs of puberty, of maturity. What's the Simanim? Sa'adot, she brings hair. Even if she's 11, once she brings already Simanim, she has a deen of a Gedola. The Simanim show what she's a Gedola. So you know what I'm saying? You're right. Technically, 11 to 12, she's a Ketana. Once she has a baby, that's the biggest siman. That's what she should get Allah. She matured early. No mi'un. So therefore, no mi'un. So therefore, we can say like this. Yes, from 11 to 12, it's possible for to get pregnant. But it's not for sure she's going to die. Good? I thought for sure she's going to die. So then you have a case of uh, mi'un in the Mishnah. No, you don't. Because once already she gets pregnant, even at 11, she's considered now a get Because children are like a siman. And therefore, it's like a siman of gadlut. And therefore, can a gadol make me un? No. So the Gemara says, "V'itamim." Someone to say, "Banim adifim simanim." And someone to say, "When a lady has children, it's better than simanim." The main of kamina. What's the main of kamina? The field of Yehuda, the Amar, Ad Shirbe Hashachor bebanim mode. Which means like there's one opinion that says not after simanim. That's the opinion of the Yehuda. Let's say she has two hairs according to the Bihuda. It's not enough. She has to have Marbe. She has to have already a lot. However, he'll agree that if she only had two hairs, which normally is not a sign of Gadlut. If she had a baby, Adifim is Simanim. Simanim has to be a lot. Marbe Shahor, a lot of hair. When it comes to a baby, therefore even that. In conclusion, what comes out? Comes out according to this Gemara. Gemara wants to say, 11 years old, she can have a baby. And by the way, she can come out alive, and the baby can come out alive. Also, the Mishnah then, the question was, so you have a case of a Mishnah, said, Hamoto mi'un. Why is it not Shayak mi'un? Because we assume, because yeah, she had a baby. Once she had a baby, she must be a Gedola. But now you tell me she can have a baby when she's a Ketana. So technically, she can have a baby when she's a Ketana. She made Mi'un to Shimon. Shimon died, she can fall to now. Well, that's how I can fall to now then. You can make Mi'un. Kabbalah says, no. Once she has a baby, she's a Gedola now. And that's the Manim. And then once she's a Gedola, she can make Mi'un. So you're not going to find Mi'un by a Hamotok because she had a baby and that makes her a Gedola. Some want to say, it's even better than Simanim. What is even better? Simanim, we're limited. You need more Shahor than Lavan. Uh, but she ain't getting over here when she has a baby, even if she has not a lot of hair, she's considered a Gedola.